بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمدللہ رب العالمین والصلاة والسلام علی رسول الكریم وعلی آلہ وصحابہ اجمعین اما بعد This is part one of English translation of the talk How to gain inner peace by Mufti Taqusmani Dharmat Parkathom It is narrated from Hazrat Abu Ukhraira Raziyallahu that the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that look at people who are financially less well off than you and do not look at people who are richer than you and who are financially better off than you. This way, you will not look down upon the blessings of Allah that have been given to you. In this hadith, the Holy Prophet has advised the best treatment for removing the love of dunya, that is material world, from our hearts and gaining inner peace and tranquility in this world. It requires that while one does consume and use material possessions, he should not fall in love with these. A human being needs to have material possessions because he cannot survive in this world without them. How would a person live if he doesn't have food to eat, clothes to wear, or a roof over his head? He does require all of these to fulfill his needs. But these material possessions should not become his ultimate goal and his sole purpose of existence. And he should not be spending every waking moment worrying about how to increase his material wealth. This will only happen if a person develops contentment. When a person becomes content, then he does possess material wealth, but he is not in love with it. The easy way to tell whether a person is in love with the material wealth is that he always feels that what he has is not enough for him. He always wants to earn more than he did the previous day. His focus is not on whether what he has is enough to satisfy his needs. He just has an insatiable appetite for making more and more money. From the moment he wakes up till the moment he falls asleep, all he's preoccupied with is how to earn more. This love of material possession then leads to greed. In a Hadith Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, if some of Adam, son of Adam, gets a valley full of gold, then he would want to give, get another such valley. When he would get two valleys, he would want another one. Then Allah Ta'ala further said, nothing will fill the tummy of son of Adam except the soil of the grave. The above Hadiza Qudsi means that a human being's tummy will only feel full after he has died and has been buried in a grave then all the effort he was making in this world to earn more and more wealth would be in vain as he would exit from this world empty-handed, leaving all his possessions here. However, there is one thing that fills a person's tummy in this world, and that is if Allah Ta'ala grants him contentment. The prescription of developing contentment described in this hadith is that we do not keep comparing ourselves with people who are richer than us, Otherwise, we'll always keep feeling that others have been granted more than what has been given to us. If we look at people who are not as financially well-off as we are and look at how much more has been given to us compared to them, then we will thank Allah Ta'ala for what has been given to us more than so many others. If we keep looking at people who are more financially well-off than us, then we will develop greed. Then we will try to get into a race and competition with, with them about getting more and more material possession. This will then lead to jealousy that he has got more than I do. 
This jealousy will then lead to resentment, which will then lead to enmity. Then we start engaging in all sorts of impermissible behavior to get ahead of others or to bring them down. Thus, this one act of coveting what others have been given more than us, what others have been given more than us, leads to violation of so many of Allah Ta'ala's rights and rights of human beings. On the other hand, if a person develops contentment, that he is happy with what Allah Ta'ala has given him, what he has is sufficient for his needs, and he has been blessed with more than what has been given to millions of other people in this world, then that person achieves inner peace and tranquility. One can hardly find a person in this world who would say that all his wants and wishes have been fulfilled. This is because wants are unlimited. Every time a person's present wishes get fulfilled, he wants something else and something more. For example, an unemployed person desperately wants a job. But once he gets a job, he starts noticing that other people are earning more than him. See, so he wants a higher paying job. Once he gets that higher paying job, he notices, notices that there are still some people who are earning more than him. So he wants an even higher paying job. This cycle is never ending because no matter how much a person earns, there, was always, there is always going to be someone who may be earning more than him. A person can spend his entire life running this race but can never win it. The only people who do fulfill all their wishes in this world are the ones who understand the reality of this world. The prophets and their followers, the people who have understood that this world is a temporary abode. We are here on borrowed time, which can come to an end any moment. And all we need to earn is, to just, is just enough to sustain us till that last moment. There is no sense in trying to earn more than we need to sustain ourselves and to gather too much wealth or worldly comforts as we won't be able to take any of this to the next world once our time here is up. It does not mean that we should not enjoy worldly comforts if Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with them out of His kindness. What it means is that they should not become the sole purpose and focus of our entire existence. In another hadith, this saying of the Holy Prophet ﷺ has been narrated as in matters of dunya, that is material possessions, look at the person who's less well off than you, that you have been given many blessings, the blessings that he has not been given, and thank Allah Ta'ala for those blessings. And do not look at the person who's materially better off than you. However, in the matters of deen, look at people who are ahead of you and feel envious of them then they have made so much progress on the path of deen, which I have not. This way, you will get motivation to make progress in deen. So in matters of, matters of deen, look at the person above you. And in matters of dunya, look at the person below you. This way, you will improve your lot, both in this world and the hereafter. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak was a great faqih, muhaddis, and a great, great saint and Sufi. He was a contemporary of Imam Habu Anifarehmatullahi and one of his pupils. Initially, he was a very rich landowner and did not have anything to do with religion. He owned some apple orchards. Once when the season of apples ripening came, he camped there with his friends to enjoy fresh apples and to have fun. There was a party one night when people had dinner, drank alcohol, and then there was a musical party. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak was himself a great musician and played sitar. He fell asleep while playing the sitar. 
When he woke up, he found the sitar in his hands. He started playing it again, but could not create any music. He tried to straighten its bars and tried playing it again, but still didn't work. When he tried a third time, instead of music, the recitation of a verse from the Holy Quran started coming from the sitar. The verse was, Has the time not come, not yet come, for those who believe that their hearts should be humble for the remembrance of Allah and for the truth that has descended. Surah 57, verse 16. When Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak heard this recitation coming from the sitar, it greatly affected his heart and he replied, Yes, O Allah, that, that time has come. He read Tawbah from his previous sins immediately. He then started seeking religious education and learned so much that he became a great scholar of Hadith and also became a great Sufi. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak used to say that there was a phase in my life when he spent all his time with very rich friends. But at that time, no one was more distressed and sad than him. Whenever he visited a friend, he saw that their house was better than his. Their transport was better than his transport. And their clothes were more expensive than his clothes. No matter how expensive clothes he bought, there was always someone whose clothes were more expensive than his. Then instead of rich people, he started spending time with people who were financially just average. As a result of that, he gained inner peace and tranquility because when he visited a friend now, he saw that his house was better than theirs, his transport was better than their transport, and his clothes were more expensive than their clothes. And then he thanked Allah Ta'ala that he had blessed him with so much more wealth than other people. This is contentment, and unless a person achieves it, he will always remain dissatisfied and unhappy. Inner peace and tranquility is not a synonym for the state of one's bank account has material wealth. It is a state of heart which can only be achieved if granted by Allah Ta'ala. There are many people who have immeasurable health, who have many mansions, many cars, many servants and helpers, and yet they are unable to sleep peacefully at night. They have the most expensive beds, most expensive pillows, yet they keep tossing and turning the whole night and are unable to sleep peacefully. A number of them turn to sleeping pills, but these also stop working after a while. They have every possible material comfort one can think of. Expensive houses, comfortable beds, air conditioning, but none of these are able to provide them a restful sleep at night. On the other hand, there is a person who is not so rich, who does not have, who does not have all these stigmata of wealth but enjoys a peaceful and refreshing sleep every night. One can decide for oneself which of these two people is enjoying true comfort. Inner peace and satisfaction are blessings from Allah Ta'ala. These material possessions are tools of comfort, but they cannot bring inner peace and comfort by themselves. If a person is always looking at people richer than himself, he will always remain unhappy and dissatisfied. And sooner or later, this unhappiness will turn into jealousy. Because one develops greed for material wealth and then watches other people having more wealth than him, it is inevitable that at some point, this greed would lead to jealousy. This leads to a rat race in society. Once a person has decided that he has to earn more at any cost, then he stops caring about what is halal and what is haram. He then indulges in taking bribes deceiving other people, and all sorts of sins. 
or because he decided that he has to have certain material possessions and it has become irrelevant how he got those. This all happens when a person is not content with what he possesses. That is why the Holy Prophet has advised us to develop contentment and to look at people less financially well-off than us. In another hadith, the Holy Prophet has recommended another treatment for greed and jealousy. In the previous hadith, it was recommended that we do not keep looking at people who are more financially well-off than us. However, when we live in this world, it's inevitable that we come across such people and also interact with them. So in this hadith, the Holy Prophet has said that whenever we see a person who is better than us in some way, for example, they may be stronger or richer or more beautiful than us, we immediately think about someone who is weaker or poorer or less beautiful than us so that we do not keep dwelling on what we do not have and rather focus on what we have been blessed with. This gets rid, rid of the dissatisfaction with what we have been given and prevents this satisfaction, this dissatisfaction and sense of competition from turning into greed and jealousy. In another hadith, the Holy Prophet said, that person be, will be ruined who is a slave of dinar and dirham. Dinar used to be a gold coin and dirham a silver coin in those days. Being slave of dinar and dirham means that a person is always preoccupied with accumulating more and more wealth and has become so obsessed with making money that he has forgotten Allah Ta'ala's commandments. If he gets material possessions, he is happy. If he doesn't get as much material wealth as he thinks he should, he becomes unhappy with his fate and Allah Ta'ala. On the other hand, the person who has been blessed with contentment becomes happy with whatever material wealth Allah Ta'ala has given him. He makes efforts to earn within the boundaries of halal and haram set by Allah Ta'ala and says Allah Ta'ala's shukr for whatever Allah Ta'ala grants him. He does not remember any grievance about what he has not been given and has been given to others. All of the above ahadis teach us that while we should use whatever material wealth has been given to us, we should not fall in love with it. The Sahaba had learned from the companionship of the Holy Prophet that this material world is immaterial and worthless. And while one should adopt it according to one's need, one should not become so preoccupied with it that we start neglecting that we have to make efforts for the Akhirah as well.